This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston-Broom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome, this is Mayor Sharon Weston-Broom, and you are listening to the We Be Our Podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Dima Gawi a Women's Advancement Commission member and author of Breaking Vases, and she's also a sought-after speaker and professional coach. Hi, Dima. Hi, Mayor. It's a pleasure to be here and obviously to serve on your wonderful commission. Today, our guest is Diana Payton. Diana currently serves as the CEO of the YWCA Greater Baton Rouge, where she strives to empower women and eliminate racism. During the past year, YWCA has launched many new initiatives while continuing its outstanding commitment to generations of community change through the Early Head Start program. In addition to serving as CEO of the YWCA of Greater Baton Rouge, Diana is actively involved as a change agent in the community and currently serves as chair of the board for the East Baton Rouge Parish Housing Authority and is a board member of New Schools Baton Rouge, Care South Medical and Dental, Partners Southeast, Leadership Baton Rouge Alumni Board, and the LSU Library Advisory Board. She is a member of the La Capitale chapter of the Lynx Incorporated, Women's Council of Greater Baton Rouge, Capital Area Network, and of course, the Mayor Brooms Women's Advancement Commission. I am so thrilled to have such an inspiring and impressive woman. And by the way, I was told by Diana that this is just a a small list of all the community work that she's doing. It is such a pleasure to have you here, Diana. Thank you very much. And thank you, Mayor. And um, thank you for having me. Well, Diana, uh, just as Dima shared, you have a a voluminous uh, uh, resume of activities, which is good uh, here in the capital city. And I especially like the fact that you're on the Women's Advancement Commission for the mayor, (laughs) that you were able to fit that in. But tell us a little bit, Diana, about your journey and how you came to the work that you're doing, this work in Baton Rouge. Absolutely. So I was actually born and raised in Natchitoches, Louisiana. And I came here um, at the age of 18 to attend Southern University. Uh, And I knew, I always knew that I wanted to work in community service. And so I became a social worker. And I spent my beginning years working in public housing to working with, back then it was was called Catholic Charities. Um, Now is, um, well rather it was Catholic Community Services Mm -hmm. and now it's Catholic Charities. Um, and just progressed, just working in nonprofit and trying to give back. Um, went to United Way, did some work there, and then joined YWCA and continuing my passion of just trying to make a difference here in the Baton Rouge community. And, and your passion is very evident 
uh, because I know a lot of the spaces that you work in and, and your heart is obviously in everything that you do. Tell me, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned in your career? I would have to say the greatest lesson is to be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. Um, you have to know, or I've had to learn, um, I'm very good at this. And mm -hmm. this area, I need a little help. And being willing to be honest and transparent about that, and then turning to other women, other mentors to help me in that area. I will pick up the phone and call and say, I need some help. I, I don't quite know this. Um, and that has helped me. I, and if more people will focus on that mm -hmm. and just be transparent about what you need, yes. what support you need. That's a, that's a great lesson. When you said that, it reminded me of uh, a realization, Dima, that I had to come to at uh, part on my journey. And, and that realization was that uh, everybody is not like Sharon Weston Broom. You know, I, I it would kind of, um, I'd have a question mark sometime when people wouldn't operate like I operated right. or their, you know, uh, thoughts were a little bit different from mine or their approach or they might have been. So I, I had to come to realize that everybody has their own unique personality. Mm -hmm. There are different personality styles and types mm -hmm. and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. And so while mine may be the uh, strength of communication, somebody else may have the strength of uh, writing or management right. or, uh, you know, accounting or whatever. And so everybody is made differently, right? Absolutely. And it's the merger of those differences when you have a, a shared goal that puts everything together. Now, I went a little bit farther than you did, <laughs> but you prompted me to say that because I just yeah. thought about it as you were talking about that lesson. But I, I love that, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. You have to know those. So what are you most proud of? What do you celebrate? Oh, I celebrate when um, an initiative that we've been working on actually comes to fruition. Um, I believe in bringing everyone to the table mm -hmm. and all of us working together. And when you can bring all community partners together to make an initiative come to life and to see that happen and to see the faces of the people's lives that you're changing, mm -hmm. that's the moment that I'm most proud of every time. That's great. That's great. Now, what advice do you have for other women? Um, I would say to other women, as women, many times when it comes to work-life balance, mm -hmm. if you are not taking care of self and you are not taking the time to replenish yourself, mm -hmm. you will not be able to give out what you don't have inside. And I think many times when we're balancing so many different things between work, um, volunteer activities, trying to manage uh, household things, sometimes we fall short when it comes to taking care of self. Yeah. And, and that's at the heart of, of the work. Dima? Yeah, and I, I absolutely agree with you. And I'm so glad that you're mentioning this as uh, one of the advice mm -hmm. because I see a lot of women, first they are struggling with work-life balance and then they put themselves at the end. So thank you for bringing this one up. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I have a, a good friend who's always... Um, reminding me self-care 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 she 
it sends me messages, self-care, self-care. So you're absolutely uh, right. Uh, what message would you like to leave with our listeners? Oh, wow. Um, get involved. Find out what you're passionate about. Um, that burning something that keeps you up at night or that thing that just stays on your mind. Yes. And get actively engaged in whatever that is. Um, find a group. Uh, find if it's a nonprofit, if it's your church, whatever it may be. Um, if we're going to make our community continue to grow, stay strong, mm -hmm. um, and develop, all of us have to chip in and find your passion and step into it. I, I couldn't agree more. I believe that uh, to see the kind of community that we all want to see, we have to co-create it. It means yes. we have to work together to make that happen. And uh, you are definitely uh, making your mark in terms of uh, your service to our community. And I, I greatly, greatly appreciate uh, your vision and your commitment. Thank you. Dima, my favorite question. Yes, but before we go to your favorite question, uh, now I'm very curious because I know a lot of women, they they feel that they want to learn more about their strengths. And this is based on the, the, the first answer you gave us, which was so good. Um, so if a woman doesn't really understand what are her strengths, mm -hmm. what, what have you done to really connect with what you're good at? And what do you tell yourself now when you realize you're not good at something and you're ready to delegate it? Yeah. Great question. Yeah, great question. Um, part of that, I think, also ties back to finding your passion. Um, so for me, I recognize my gift is I can bring everyone to the table for some reason to play in the sandbox together. People who would never come to the table together. Um, and that's my gift. And it, it has made room for me, right? And so I think each person, you know that little something that's just a part of you. Uh, that you can easily do without effort. It's just a part of who you are. Um, it's focusing in on that mm -hmm. and, and honing in on that and recognizing that strength. I love it. This sounds so great. Yes, thank you. Well, thank now you. let's go to our favorite question. <laughs> we love this question. So if you have guests visiting us here in Baton Rouge for just 24 hours, where would you take them? So one question, um, is yeah. it on the weekend? <laughs> well, it's a question of the question. Well, let, let, let's make it uh, Whatever even you more want fun. It to be. No, no, let's make it fun. You have one group coming on a weekend and oh, one group good. coming on a weekday. That's great. Okay. That's great. So I'll start with the weekend. So um, you have to go to the levee. I would start mm -hmm. with the levee. Um, you have to see the bluff at Southern University. Mm -hmm. It's the most beautiful view um, that you could imagine. Uh, while we're kind of looking at things, downtown is so beautiful. Uh, choosing a great spot to eat, whatever they may want to have. I mean, they could choose from Italian to sushi to um, good old seafood. I would let them select. Um, from, from there, I think we really need to just, I believe, and and looking at an entire community. And I, I drive the roads versus the interstate, if you didn't know that about me. <laughs> and I would take them down airline, drive straight through it. <laughs> I want them to see the city as it, as it changes, as it progresses yes. from one end to the next. So, um, and then you have to see 
LSU. You have to you have to go see Mike the Tiger. Yes. Um, so yeah. So you need more than 24 hours, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to ask one more question. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a question I'm always asked as, as a person who's not originally from Baton Rouge. People always ask, why did you choose to stay in Baton Rouge? So now I get to ask this question to <laughs> someone. Uh, since you're from Louisiana, but not originally mm-hmm. from Baton Rouge, what made you stay? It felt like home. Mm-hmm. Um, the community members here embraced me and took me under their wing, and I feel as if I have two hometowns. Um, And I have people I call my Baton Rouge mother. (laughs) So I have a Natchitoches mom, my mom, then I have my Baton Rouge moms. That's great. Um, But the community embraced me so much, I did not want to leave. I like to hear that. I do too, I really do. As the mayor, I love to hear that. (laughs) And I'm so glad you're here, and we want you to stay. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining us today. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the We BR podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. We need you to go and tell someone else about this podcast. Make sure you share the good news. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. And we invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening to the We BR Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission.